Is it someone he hasn't met yet, or can't be? It's probably someone I haven't met. Is when did Ghost happen? <laughs> when did Ghost happen? What the? F Somebody, one of your characters. That's there it is. It's this one. It's this one. Flower yeah, face. That's, yeah, because he he's got to be a square box face. It's is this guy. How come his is, eyes are different? He's moving so fast. He's the old man. How come his he's eyes moving. are different? Oh my God, it's gonna oh, take us. It's gonna take us. Do you have to hours. like give him an allergic reaction to his face? Podcast where you, others. This is episode 102. I'm one of your host, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two guys who like to hold hands and dance around in a circle. Dave Grimma. I don't know if I want to hold hands all the time while we dance, though. And Dan Colonna. I would love to feel your sweaty palms in my sweaty palms. <laughs> well, thank you, Dan. If we're gonna do this together, we might as well hold hands. And of course, we're we're talking about holding hands because we played uh, for the Pate Wadham, a uh, game about. Some fruits and utensils and objects holding hands for reasons that uh, we'll get into. Uh, but before that, let's check in with the old dino underscore machines. Uh, let's start with you, Dave. How are you doing tonight? That's all right. I, I desperately need Dan to finish Final Fantasy VII. Now you! So that, oh we, so that way we can all, right. all Thank you, Just, Dave. No, Thank you. No spoilers. Chapter 9 is Chapter 9 out of 13? Is that it? 18! 18. Oh, I'm halfway through. <laughs> well, halfway through chapter. It might be like, it's like a chapter nope. 10. That's yeah, like, you're, you're about halfway you're through. You're about halfway right. through. Well, look, I have the whole weekend. <laughs> I have 20 more hours to go then because I'm only like 15 hours in. It took me like it took me like 50 to beat the game. Oh, my God. Dave meandered a little bit of that. But my my I, I well I've been I spent too. a long time meandering and doing things like uh, changing my weapons. I would just like pay Chadley to reset my weapons, and I'd I go saw through it. the orbs I saw it happen. and <laughs> dilly Wait, dally. Why? Kind of optimize. Wait, I got to optimize. I thought that you could just do it the one time. And you could do it as many times at him. Why? And especially as you get new things, you get you want to reallocate things. You have different yeah. strategies. But Dave, am I right? Wait. This is an ending you gotta talk about. Gotta talk about it with people. Yeah, yeah talk about Wait. it. And we talked. We talked about it, Dan. You didn't get to well, talk you, about it. You without me. <laughs> we do a podcast. You need to beat it. You need to. Beat I'm it. trying. Look, I have to play 15 other games at the same time. Apparently, all right? like Polybridge or whatever. <laughs> Polybridge two, first of all, sir. <laughs> it's the second one. It's, it's very a important. Oh, that's true. Game's funny. It's like. It's really I just like watching the bus fall. The bus ball? Is it a, the bus no, the, fall? <laughs> the bus ball. Like, what's the bus ball? <laughs> I love bus ball. I love bus ball. Sport. Isn't that the sport they play in Final Fantasy X? That's what I was going to say. Bus ball. Bus ball. Bus ball. <laughs> you guys messed me up so bad when you said Final Fantasy VII and X take place. And Mark, you were like, yeah. That's the I way swear, it is. I swear. People have said that, but apparently he was just kidding. It's just a big old joke. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. Well, I don't know why you would well, say that. Well, there's a picture Easter egg. I was just saying Final that Johnny looks remarkably like Waka. That is true. No, that is definitely true. And But there's a picture, I think it's in the bar, of like a class picture almost, and there's an Al bed in the picture. This is like, like a time when um, in Uncharted there was like a reference the, to The Last of Us. Yeah, the newspaper. So does that take place in the same world? Well, you know, that was because that game wasn't out yet. That was a little different. You know, I by the time this podcast comes out, Last of Us 2 is going to be out. You realize that? Uh, is that? Wow. Realize that? Yeah, the game that I can't wait to play. I put it on my calendar, like the calendar in the kitchen. Right now, I have zero interest I'm in very Last upset. of Us 2. I'm very upset. I can't talk but to both of you right now. You are, but you are married I'm sure, to podcast. I'm sure I'll feel differently once I hear how wait, good it is. Wait, let's pause for a second. Last of Us 1 
one of the greatest games of all time. Absolutely. It was, really, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was really pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, that's... When I think back at it, I think that oh, the sadness. story was really good, but was the gameplay really that great? Oh, I love that's that. How, that's, that's the way I remember the game. So, like, interesting. <laughs> Go on. Go on. You were in the middle of like, No, I'm just saying, like, the, I, I keep questioning whether or not I really enjoyed the gameplay or war. was it just the story that drove me to finish it. I thought it was like a nice mix of, it's not survival horror, but like the resource management. And like you, when you're going through a fight, you're like I, I got to make sure I don't waste too much in this fight. That was like, cool. I, I was, some, uh, I'm going to use my word immersed. I don't remember feeling that way. There was definitely like a pacing to what do I need more of in these fights versus what can I potentially waste my crafting gear on? I had that. I remember that process being fun. But just even like the production value, like the, like just the, I mean, it's the acting, everything high. is so much better. Oh no, than so, it was very the like the acting was really good and yeah. all that stuff. But I'm just saying, like when you know what's gonna happen because you've already played it. Like I've never gone back and played it again. Uh, oh yeah, no, the replay value is kind of low, right? Oh, uh, I uh, I platinumed it on PS3, PS4, played through it like six But times. you like getting the platinum on games <laughs> that you love. Yeah, but you're That's like true. weird. Also, lower, you're like, like weird. I'm also like, yeah, but I was just, just to let you know, I was going to look, I looked at both your platinum lists because I was going to, I was, listen, listen, this is sabotage. I was looking for, uh, trivial tastemakers and I was like, how funny would it be if I could find the one game that Dan platinum that marked in the platinum? So that doesn't exist because he has two platinums. Donut County and... What's the other? Oh, and oh, Star Force. Star Force, as they call Star it. Force. Star Force. Lightsaber <laughs> battles. Oh, that's really you only have you only have, you have oh yeah you have that platinum. Those that's the really only, yeah. it. Dan? I got that platinum. Yeah, well you There's know like what? Easy platinums out there. That's if you not don't care though. Plat. But yeah, we don't care. No, I that's, cared that's about the, the platinum in Jedi Fallen Order for some reason. Maybe Star Wars, but yeah, like I just don't think about getting it. And the only I never look at the trophy list when I'm done and think, oh, I'm almost at the platinum. I just. I'm surprised. You just, you just put down the game. Just puts right. it down. Healthily. I put down games healthily. <laughs> I, you know, I just wish I just wish more games got... Like Spider-Man gets you so close to the plaque. Spiderman. 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 Spiderman Law Firm gets you so close to the plaque <laughs> that you look at that list and you're like, all right, I could probably go for it. Yeah, that's a fun plot too. That's like that's what I'm, that, the, more of that, mm, more yeah. of that, and I will play. Well, like I, like I've always <laughs> said about trophies, I use them as a reason to elongate a game that I'm already enjoying. Mm-hmm. It's I never I never look at a trophy list before I start a game, or <laughs> or anything like that. I just play it, and then if I decide I want to play more of it, then I look at the trophies. So now let me ask. You, let me wait. wait, wait, wait stop. Oh, okay. Because so, Dave. Okay. Got into a little snafu because he likes Final Fantasy VII Remake so much he wants to get the Platinum. But now he realized he had a little snafu where he's going to have to add hours to his playthrough because he did not realize. But that's okay because I like the game. But do you think you're going to like it for another additional five or six hours doing the same things you were doing? That's not the... Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be okay. You know? See, Mm. I, I always do keep it idea of just like... Because I think there is a curve where it's like I just I just think that there's a a weird double standard you have with trophies and spoilers. Trophies and spoilers. Wait. Oh, like the the trophies will spoil the game. Yeah. Oh, Oh, you mean like you're okay with 
Oh, Papacito. No, it's like kill Darth Maul. It's like, you mean he dies? No, no, no. What I do is when you look at a trophy guide, and this is for all you kids out there who are like, oh, I want to get into trophies. There's a thing called the roadmap, which will give you a rough idea of how many playthroughs of this game do I need to do. Okay. I'll take a look at that and be like, okay, is this game I had to play through multiple times? But do you don't look at the names of all the trophies? No, definitely not. No, no, no. Mm. How do you, do you identify... have like a specific way of reading the trophy list? They usually give you a rough, like in the beginning of like a well-written power. Shout out to PowerPix, P-Y-X, great website. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they usually give you like a little paragraph or two in the beginning, which is like a rough, non-spoilery. Here's what you're gonna need to do. First playthrough, like if it's a two playthrough, play through it first time. Just enjoy the game. Try to get this. Like if there's like chapter specific things, like they'll mention like, oh, there's chapter specific things. They give you a heads up, but they don't get into like, oh, Darth Vader is your father in that thing. So no, it's not super spoilery. If you go through trophy by trophy, yeah, that's going to spoil it. That's, that's a landmine, I, I would say. That's well, like and a... I think a lot of like really spoilery trophies are all like you automatically earn them. Like there's no like a big twist one that you would have to read. It's like, oh, because that's. That's a missable trophy, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would say, for the most part. Mm. Okay. Well, I think you just have a misconception. I, I think about I disagree. Trophy people. I, I, look, I, looked at a, I looked at the trophy list to see what I was missing, and then I was like, holy crap, that happens. Which, uh, well, is there... I can't say it right uh, now because I don't want to ruin anything for, for Dan. That's Thank right. You. We don't ruin things for, for Dan. I'm trying to, <laughs> oh, I'm trying he, to respect look, Mark, Dan's will, wish to, to be as clean as I, possible. I will say, Mark, you, you, you said all that, and then, like... Day of, you were like, and then this. Spoiler. Oh, it was. Uh, it was. I'm not gonna say it wasn't. But it was the it same was, level. It could be perceived as a spoiler. <laughs> it was I admitted the... faults. I'm I just said saying. I'm sorry. The shoe quickly went onto the other foot. And Listen, uh, sometimes when the shoe goes on the foot, all you could do is say, "Hey, that shoe." Can is I taste it? Great. Do you my want, bad. I, I'm telling you that I feel like this is my comeuppance for spoiling the biggest spoiler from Final Fantasy VII back in the day for Andrew. Oh, right, the karma. The karma I believe this. I spoiled what happens. Well, you're still even... pure. You don't know the big stuff coming. You don't I know. feel like, well, yeah, true. But don't I from the old game? Well, whatever. I mean. No. You'll, oh. No. You know nothing. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, nothing. my gosh. Watch the game. You know nothing, John Snow. Watch the game. Play the game. <laughs> my, um, not that I was falling, you know, behind on it, like liking it, um, but my faith is restored in how into it Dave is because Dave doesn't get into games this deep like, ah, Dave, Dave's, Dave's going through a moment where I think he's rediscovering his love for good stories I like, was gonna so JRPGs oh boy. epic sagas always correct eh, it depends I mean sometimes the quality is low or high yeah. I have Dragon Quest 9 uh, 11 on my switch I've been is that playing the new it on one? And off it is it's yeah. fun and simple it's like almost it's exactly school. it's old school you can play kind of new school but you can just turn on like old school that's a long game though that's like it's a long 80 it's, hour game yeah i'm gonna be playing it on and off for a while but i i just realized i've rediscovered the saga of the jrpg with Final i love a good long rpg but they're uh, just so long they're well so i long. want skies of arcadia to come out on the switch or something like i'm like where are those old ones that like golden era like after mm. super nintendo i'm feeling like that's gonna happen soon I don't wild know. arms come back no i mean it did wild arms is back I don't know if I would call that the golden era. I would. No, golden era is super <laughs> NES. But golden era like implies first big era, Does right? It? I thought it like, was like yeah. like best era. Like I think golden era de- defines best era. 
Uh, yeah, but okay. So uh, I think really? uh, I always thought the... uh, okay. Really? Because I, I always think of like you know what it is. I had this color is my this is a weird thing. Maybe oh I had these DC cards ah. when I was a kid, and they would talk about Golden Age I, Superman, okay. Silver Age Super Superman, and uh, Modern Age Superman, and they were referring to Golden Age as being early, yes, and then Silver being like or like Golden Age Green Lantern yes. being what's the blonde Green Lantern? Not Hal Jordan. Not Hal Jordan. That's What's his, his name? name? Adam his Scott. Name. Thank you. Adam Scott. That's why you beat me to it. <laughs> right. Oh. Adam Scott. No, Adam Scott is the actor, right? It's Alan Scott? Blonde. Something like that? Blonde. Barry Blonde Allen. Tyler. No, that's... that's uh, no, Barry Allen is is The Flash. Lance. Stop that. <laughs> um, what did I say? Uh, Arisa Rob? Alan Scott. It's Alan it's Scott. Alan Scott. Yeah. Tim Curry. Alan Scott, like I said, Alan Scott is, is golden age. Green Lantern and Hal Jordan is Silver Age. Green like well, if popular. you want the official uh, dictionary definition of Golden Age, noun, an idyllic, often imaginary pastime of peace, prosperity, and happiness. So not best, ideal. Hmm. But well, in quotes, imaginary. So it's bad. We think of it in a, a nostalgic <laughs> term. See that that makes me think of Super NES with the with the. All right, I'll take back calling Skies of Arcadia era Golden Age. I will. I rescind. I redact. It's a it's a subjective question. I do feel like I've rediscovered my my appreciation for that Mm. kind of saga Mm. now. Mm. Mm. Um, Mm. And it's yeah. So I feel like we could keep going on this. We could, but let's let's take a a kind of myth that anyone playing anything cool or fun besides Final Fantasy VII remake. I feel like I just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, real quick, I want to talk I'm, about Resident Evil 3. Yeah, yeah, you I, go. I've had this sitting about. in, like, my docket. I was like, I get to tell them about Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 is indeed one of the least talked about. It came out, and that was it. So please well, fill it got, that gap Well, it got pooped on because no it's it. not as good as Resident Evil 2 Remake, and that's definitive. Absolutely. It's definitely not. However, pretty good game. I don't understand why it's shorter. Okay. Definitely, it's it, I think it took me like seven hours to beat, and okay. comparatively, like ne- like you guys all played Resident Evil Three Ridge, right? I played it back in the day. I'm, are we talking about Nemesis? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I played it. Yeah, we all played it. Like <laughs> Nemesis, I thought was like you remember they had those like decisions, and it was like, oh, am I gonna go find him and not find him? What am I gonna do with this? And, like, when Nemesis would pop up, I would be like, O.S. I feel like mm-hmm. the, the knees got kind of cut under it because 2 was oh, so stars. Good. Yeah, stars. Like, that was terrifying. With um, Mr. X in Resident Evil 2, not to get any spoilers, which I will, like, that was so amazing. Like, it, it makes Nemesis not as cool. Mr. They X don't... was such a good device. Oh, my God. It was terrifying. He... Horrible. I don't. Get, is that a spoiler if we talk about Mr. X? No, Mr. X is in the trailers and everything. And well, but like the way. Well, I guess like he's Mr. X. In, what? <laughs> Mr. X? I, yeah, you know. But like the way he works. Professor X. Spoilers if you want to go to Resident Evil. Evil. You haven't played Resident Evil Two and you want to go into fresh. Skip ahead a minute. Yeah. But re- with him in Resident Evil Two, like he is this free entity that is roaming through the police station once he's introduced, and he's through always. Through he comes in other games. Well, oh, that would be something. Well, you know what's actually funny? There's a part in Resident Evil 3 where his hat is sitting on a bench. Oh. I'm like, oh my god. If he shows up, I'm going to poop my pants. But he doesn't. 
Spoilers. Um, I got your hat, hatless. I got your hat. But Nemesis really has like one section really where he does that. He does the random show it, up. It just feels a lot more linear than Resident Evil 2 did. And I can like I understand that's why when people were kind of peeved off on it. But I don't know. I thought it was pretty quality. It was fun. Like I would definitely I mean, is it, what? Is is Resident Evil scary without tank controls? Oh, terrifying. Yeah. I, because it's yeah. still kind of a do I have enough ammo and stuff to take this down? When it, you know, what am I going to counter in this turn? You know, like you mm. never really, especially when it's your first playthrough, you don't really know what to, what's going to happen. I just always assumed like a lot of the fear was coming from like that, like those long corridors, those, having to those camera angles where you're just like, oh crap. I think those things accentuated you know. it, and that's why you know, Resident the Evil is, series, yeah, yeah, like why those are so, why they were so impactful. I mean, mm-hmm. it's different now, but I mean, I think it also doesn't depend well, on like your being threshold. able to see as long as the draw distance. Isn't that like, doesn't that change zombies? Uh, yeah, it does. But I mean, like, you know, when do things appear? Do things pop out of things? But that's why, like, I always feel games like, um, like Soma and like oh. Amnesia, like where oh. you literally can't defend yourself. It is all about if something you encounter, you have to run and get away from it. Like. Those feel way more scary, I'll say, than this. Especially because running means you can't see it. Exactly. So you just get a pick on sound cues at that point. But um, I think definitely Resident Evil 3 is not as good as Resident Evil 2. But, you know, it's got like a 79 on Metacritic. It's not It's not bad. But that's, like, that's worth playing. I feel like a 70 up. Mm, I feel like that's underrated. Well, your, your threshold with bad games is a little different. Well, my, th- my <laughs> bad game lens is... I was talking to Annie. My, my lens of bad gaming is like... Once I decide it's bad, I'm like, oh, but is it totally bad? But is bad? it, though? And is this thing has got to be redeeming. Wheels of Aurelia, top, right? top 20, maybe? It's, look, stop attacking <laughs> Wheels of Aurelia. We're going to have that developer on the podcast one day. I'm saying it now. Yeah. He, I not, guarantee I that developer does not speak English. They guarantee. speak Italian. Oh, I guarantee that as well. Bipa da bapi. That's racist. <laughs> Great <laughs> job. Uh, but I think that that was just such a sign of, like, expectations like Resident Evil 2, people were really sure what to expect. It, it was so great, so it blew everyone's minds. So everyone was expecting something great out of Resident Evil 3, and it's good, which then me, killed it. Do you and think it's that it's possible to make a good game after you made a great game in that same world? Well, Do you, does that happen a lot? Because I feel like Resident Evil 3 didn't stand a chance because it was already not as good as Resident Evil 2. I mean, even yeah, back out. in the day, it wasn't. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, but I will say this: one of the things I'm actually excited about, I think we're gonna get like a Resident Evil every year. I think it's. Gonna it, I mean, it's the Assassin's Creed now, right? But that's, yeah, better, I guess, because at least in Resident Evil, like each game has its like thing. Like Resident Evil Two had Mr. X. Resident Evil Three had Nemesis. But yeah, like for the for the RE4 remake, they go I they give it tank controls doing... where there wasn't. No. That would be <laughs> if they make it worse. Awesome. <laughs> no, now I'm into it. If they make it Resident Evil One graphics, Resident Evil One controls, and like the low poly no. characters, low res background. No, no, don't oh, low poly it. So just bad. like, just like change RE4 so it's a remake and not a, a remaster. Resident oh. Evil Four remake. It's a remake. Like, <laughs> oh my god. But see, oh, that's what's yeah. like. We know we're getting that. We know we're getting Code Veronica leak that they were they're making they on it. We, just we know we're getting straight. Resident Evil Eight is eventually happening. Like I really do think we're gonna get a Resident Evil every year now, and but, I think that's fine 
because they're not 80 hours long, you know? Like, that's what always annoyed me about Assassin's Creed. It's like, oh, this is a huge experience. Now they're always here. Call of, Call of Duty as well as more on the multiplayer. But It's like, you you expect me to... Pl- you expect this to be the only game that I play. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't mind that. Whether I will take... A, I would definitely play a Resident Evil every year. Absolutely. Not even a question. Not, sometimes not as good as Dead Space. Bring back Dead Space, please. Man, yeah. what a game. Dead Space so 1 was good. The first one was so good. Anyway, maybe what's not as good... Wadham. Maybe Wadham. Let's talk about it. Main topic, main topic. That's right. You ready? T- t- bring us in, Dan. Tell us about uh, it, Dan. Tell us about it, Dan. Wadham is a game about the joys of friendship and discovery. <laughs> From the imagination of Keita Takahashi, creator of Katamari Damashi. Dimash- Dave, say that. Katamari Damashi. Damashi. I always, everyone says Damashi, right? And Nobi Nobi Boy. And developer, <laughs> Fanomina. It came out this year, 2020. Is published by Mark's favorite Annapurna Interactive. Did that come out in 2020? It did not. It's coming out on Steam. In you had it. You had it last year on uh, on Fantasy Critic. Did I did? Yeah. All right. Well, it's coming out on Steam. It's not out yet on Steam apparently. Uh, and developed by Funomina, like I said. Popular user-defined tags for this product are. Oh, there's so many dinner. Casual, uh, <laughs> puzzle, 3D, and cute. But there are two tags here that I have not mentioned. Uh, shapes. Uh, confetti bomb. <laughs> well, while those are indeed on the list, we have indie and adventure, which adventure debatable. Um, but yeah, indie's here. Uh, what a grand adventure I it was. Still, I hate when indie isn't right, but it's fine. Hundred episodes later, you think I'd be over it? Nope. But no. But what I'm not over day. is I, I think I just read something. I think it's from a website, but I think Dave has a better oh. description. <laughs> okay. This is, this is when I read my paper. I'm actually really excited to hear this specific one. So this is gonna be uh, oh. Wadham is a manifestation of immature feelings. You start <laughs> the game crying and alone, but then you work to cheer up others and gather a platoon of friends who can help remind you how silly existence is. And how everyone can obviously take things too seriously. As you control characters that look like a shape sorter come to life, Wadham exists to remind us all that we're all children at heart, and if you don't think farts are funny, then clearly you're allowing yourself to be pulled down by the doom and gloom of the world. <laughs> Rated K for Kaboom. Wait, go back to that first sentence. Can you stream that one more time, please? Oh, Wadham is a manifestation of immature feelings? <laughs> I mean, come on. Everything about that sentence is. I might end. I think I'm editing this one. I'm putting a Bunsen burner blowtorch sound just right now. Just. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, on that point, I want I want to start this conversation off with the spotlight on Dave Grimma. Okay. The reason this game was picked by Mr. Colonna. I was, chose this game. Go ahead. I was about to say because. You know, I think we, we we've been over a hundred of these now. We all have our, our stereotypes that maybe are not true always, but sometimes. Dave has the reputation of he's a little grumpy. It no, takes a lot to pierce wait, the shell. Wait, wait of on. Dave Grimma. I gotta, I gotta, mm. I gotta. You started strong. I chose oh. this for Dave. Well, why did you chose it, Dan? Because, because we it's know made by there's something. I made it. He, it's made by the creator of Katamari. And From what I understand, which he loves. He loves Katamari. They, 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 they say this. 
who's there. But from what I understand, all he's done for this game is the character design. Okay, oh. so that makes sense. But well, my reasoning for choosing it was knowing that this was the next thing by that person. So I was like, right. well, Dave's got to play it. We have he has the, the name podcast. attached to it. So, like, I never really played Katamari. I don't know, Dan, have you ever played Katamari? I did. I played it with Dave. Um, I didn't play to the extent of playing it with Dave. It's, like, kind of spiritual of experience to play it with Dave. Because <laughs> he... No, I'm, like, I'm, I'm being, like, a little jokey, but mostly serious. Like, he's very good at it. And he's like, oh, yeah, the cat. Like, he knows that game so well. And oh, it's just, it was very like, I don't know. He just, it's like when someone seems at home with the video game, that's Dave with Katamari. Cause yes, they, I would agree with that. And it's the family as an game. Outsider, like, play this a lot with Jen and like, they've just like, it's what they play. Like, <laughs> like so yeah, I want to start that over here because that is the, the name attached with it. That is the pedigree. Dave Katamari. W- what made that game so good? It's so simple and so fun. And, and a little weird. Itself, and, and it doesn't take itself seriously. It's a little weird. The music is great and playful. You so, know? It's like so, an arcade it's game. Good. There's replayability. Like, you know, I... and the controls of Katamari are so simple. It's just like controlling a con- uh, a construction Tomcat. You know what I mean? Like, this um, this one controls the left treadmill. This one controls the right treadmill. This is how you control the ball. I just want to, while know? I agree with the controls being s- simple, I-, I think it's hilarious that your example is construction equipment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've never, I've never controlled construction equipment. Have you? Uh, you're playing Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh yeah, the, the crane. The hands. <laughs> Are you a crane operator? Uh, he's <laughs> a crane operator. I think we just learned. That. So the words you use, fun, doesn't take itself too seriously, easy to control. Do those things apply to, or would you apply those terms to Wadham as we? Oh, Wadham is incredibly difficult to control. <laughs> what, so Wadham, let's start there as the kind of yeah. the crux of it. So. Why is the right stick the arrow? Oh, I just want to oh. spin. I just want to spin the camera. Should we just get this part out of the way? Because I yeah, agree. let's talk about. It. So the basic setup is you have this kind of empty plane, basically, where you're. Why does that arrow even exist? <laughs> Maybe the well, arrow is us. Let's let's kind of pause on the story elements because I think there are some <laughs> things about it, but I think for the most part, I kind of felt this way. There's, there's some control problems at oh, the yeah. bottom. So you have all these, you're slowly kind of gaining all these different characters. Characters have different abilities. Um, and they're on this kind of plane. You guys found it difficult as it kind of kept escalating to kind of do the things you wanted them to do. Yay or nay? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. definitely difficult to control them to do the things that I want them to do. Hmm. It felt mm-hmm. like I was trying to tell kids what to do. Hey, go over it, there I feel like that. I feel like you could solve a lot in Wadham if you made right stick spin the camera like a normal game, and then like to switch to arrow mode, you had to hold a button and do right stick or something. You know what this game kind of felt like? Like, like I I feel like there was just a fundamental flaw with going too far away from the the norms of. Uh, 3D gaming controls. If you mm. told me the controls were like this because they were like this in the PS1 version of Wadham, then I'd be like, oh, that makes so much sense. But that's they, not the case. Because they didn't great. know. Right. I remember PlayStation 1. It didn't even start with analog sticks. Exactly. So they were like, how do we move the camera? And that was how you did it. You would use the shoulder buttons. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. There is kind of an almost like an antiquated motion. And I guess a lot of the ways they try, because there are so many characters and trying to... There is the arrow, but I think the most efficient way to switch between characters as you get like 100 plus is the list where you're able to bring up yeah. a list and suddenly move. But even that, it's like 
you know, there's no kind of rhyme or reason. It's kind of basically just the order in which they appear, I think, for the most part. You can kind of like, point the arrow at the next one over, but that's not that's not. That's yeah, intuitive. then it's not like you're scrolling through a list trying to find a character. Yeah. I didn't hate it until the one of the big things that we kind of made a reference to in the, the intro is one of the puzzles doesn't require you holding hands with different characters and then dancing around in a circle. And... You know, you, you grab hands, you have to position the character to be next to another character, and then push one button to grab the right hand, and one controls the mm. left hand. You know, heaven forbid you get one of them backwards, and that's the one you're trying to control in the oh circle. My oh, my God. It's just it's <laughs> so annoying. And I, I distinctly remember... I just, like, hit circle. I'm like, no, grab the other hand. Yeah. Yep. I the was, other hand. I was, like, okay <laughs> with this game's controls until there was that one puzzle where you have to dance around something, but you're on a platform. So it's like you have to keep all the characters on the platform and do the handing, and everyone's falling mm. off and moving, and I was just infuriated. I mean, it looks funny in out of context. If you're not playing it and fighting oh, yeah. with the game, it's hilarious. Like, the soda bottle's falling off. Look out. I'm like, all right, you know what, soda bottle? You're out of this. And, like, that little conversation I'm having in my head is funny, but yeah, wow! I, 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 I had a conversation with with my wife Jen earlier today. How I was explaining to her that like visual clutter seems to upset Jen a lot. That's fair, right? <laughs> but like, don't come to my house. Op- for for me, audio clutter really upsets me. Audio clutter, like like if if like the kids, for example, in the house are making lots of different noise from different things. Like you know, like it gets to me. You know, then, like, I want to leave to go to another room or whatever. But, you know, it's something you just deal, you can't do it. Like, I'd want to put on headphones. I feel like this game had a lot of audio clutter with all the kid laughing Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm. And I was just like, I don't I don't want to be in this world. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. I did not even. Oh, the audio. I appreciated what it was doing, but it made me uncomfortable. A lot of the time. It's just because everything was laughing and maybe this is my hatred of joy. As well, <laughs> but, but like these, I'm like, what are you so happy about? Right, you just happy to be alive. So great. So you guys didn't find this game at all charming? Uh, uh, no. Interesting. I did a little bit. I, I no. I, it grew on me, is what it did. To me, it's it seemed like the characters were all children's toys come to life. Mm. That's charming, though, isn't it? Yeah, in that regards, if you think about it like that, and therefore like. The laughter is maybe like the kid actually playing with the toy. You know what? You know, I thought that'd be the ending of this game, and I know we're not talking story yet, but that I I thought that's where this was all going. Mm-hmm. You know, because of that reason, because like, wh- yeah, why is it almost the same? Why like, are why are they voices? all children? Yeah, if if not being narrated by a child, right? Kind of like um, the Lego Movie. Or like yeah, he's like the, oh, the one. Dave spoiler. said that spoilers for the, the Lego. Movie. <laughs> Dave said that in such a way that he was. It sounded like he was asking for the title of the Lego Movie. It's the Lego. That, movie. Is, the, that is the title. I was like, <laughs> no, that's that the name. I mean, I was questioning what it was. The title that's was, it. and then I realized that's it's just Lego Movie. Is there a a, a second one? I think there is. Yeah, a, you know what it's called. Yeah, I've seen it. Lego Movie Two. Yes, <laughs> the second part. No, no just Lego Movie Two. <laughs> No, it doesn't have like it doesn't have a fun colon. You gotta wonder title. how that meeting went, right? Something what are we gonna call the Lego Movie? And then someone's like, "Well, there it is, Jeff. <laughs> it's the Lego Movie. Lego Movie." All right, two. Jeff. What's it called? Thanks, Steve. Uh, Lego. No, Dave. What yeah, you the say second it was? part. Yeah, it is. The second part. <laughs> the Lego. second part. I haven't seen that one. Anyway, I think I was. W- would the game have been more charming to you if it did end with that? 
It was kids to playing give with it like toys. a narrative reason. I'm not trying to find ways for you to enjoy it, but I think you I just can. Felt the you same can way. tell me that it's because it's not explicitly said. It's not true. I don't care. It, it in my in my Your I'll use cannon. a Dan term in my head canon. That's a real thing. <laughs> Go in on. my head canon, that is the truth. Okay. I mean, it is. That's fair. Head canon is totally a thing. On that point, though, <laughs> is this a game for kids? I don't know. I thought what? about this a lot while I was playing. I don't it. know. It's hard to control. If it, if it is, I still wouldn't want my kid to play it because it's annoying. All right, See, so take that out of it though. But would you use this as a game? And I'll ask you guys this because I can't. Would you let your children play this game as like? I mean, I would allow them to, but I wouldn't suggest it because I don't think there's anything to learn from it. I think what I mean is, do you like? I know you think about. I don't think it's gonna make you grow as a person. I don't mean that. Is the control? Are the controls enough of a problem for you to say don't yeah. play this? I mean, no. I mean, it depends on how much third 3D gaming they've already played. Yeah. So you need like you know what I mean? Like if if like if it's like for us, it's like you have to unlearn what you have learned to play this game. Right. But for them, if that's like an early one, maybe it doesn't matter. Hmm. The story's simple enough. So yeah, and that's what I think. Like so, I think like whenever I think of like kid-friendly podcast games we've played like Piku Niku always shows up because I, I number one I think of always my, uh, how my kids still play Piku Niku exactly that's that's, so my thought process like okay that's a game that kids can get into like and I think you know sometimes Nell pops her head into like my room if I'm like playing something she's like what you doing and sometimes it's like this is a man getting his spine ripped out it's like, that's something you should see. This he's sub zero. He's he's bad. He's a like, bad. Well, you see, there's but a new Mortal Kombat. But maybe he's okay. That's called it's complicated. That's called your back stick. Um, <laughs> but don't worry, I can pick him again if I want to. Like this, I thought. I don't know. I didn't find it like not charming. I did think it was just kind of like, oh, this is just like this is a joy. This is a joy button game, or it's just like hitting that. And the more I played it, it's like, this is just kind of approachable and friendly and happy. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if it's... But is, doesn't it feel like, like, uh, what is that called? What is it? Stepford Wives? What is that called? Where they're, they're all happy? Everything's but, too oh, like, happy. They're fake happy. It's, it's too perfect. I don't know. I didn't, happy. I didn't get that vibe from it. No, I think I'm just it, a, I'm being facetious. But I'll, I'll give it credits where you could see, I could see it. Where you you felt like, why are they laughing? There's nothing funny. It's <laughs> not laughing. I think I, I think I I see that it, it is like a joy button, but it was a little off-putting that mm. everything was so perfect and happy. Well, that if you compare it to Piku Niku, if you look at that game, it's just fun. It's and goofy. Oh, and goofy. it's goofy, but it also tells a good story about yeah. corporate greed. Which is an important lesson for kids. When you put it like that, it's just like, what is? I forgot about that. Well, just come on, because come on, the game starts with. Uh, don't worry, free money. Yeah. Free money. You love that. <laughs> it's like there's a problem with free money. Now. Yeah. Well, there's a hidden price. There's a hidden He's cost. taking all your crops. <laughs> He's taking all your. Well, I your do way, think ways live. I do think Wadham has some points, but I think the gameplay, and especially when we're talking like the puzzle aspects of it, I felt it was really kind of almost. Yeah, it reminds you about how bad it is for no. the sun to steal your toy phone yeah like there but you know what i'll say that about that puzzle so some of the puzzles that like in it's hard as you're moving this character it is a puzzle game so some of the things are worth then you end up doing um you have to dance around trees to make them grow you have to stack characters to make them the same height 
There's one part you have to find and catch you sushi to, eggs. You have to climb to the top of that, of other characters. Lots, you have to climb of, trees, to the top. lots of trees in this game. Uh, Four, and, um, and you also have to kaboom. Yeah, the kaboom when in doubt. You always Must kaboom. kaboom. Uh, there's like a boss battle, one thing where there's like, you're fighting. That was kind of a one-off. Um, what I don't think I remember. I don't think I reached that. That was a little bit later there. in the game. Um, Let's reserve for people who beat the game. Yeah, uh, you know. I couldn't bring my I couldn't bring myself to beat this game. <laughs> well, I think one of the most interesting ones I thought comes early, where and it's absurd, but this gives you the the point of the game where you have food and then you have a mouth and you have to eat the food, turn them into mm-hmm. poop. No, do they go into the poop? How do they turn into poop? They flush first, or is it after they flush? Uh, no, they flush. Um, they come. They become the poop. flushing makes them gold. Right. So right? you have to eat them and then they turn to poop. It's you eat them and then they turn to poop. Yes. And then if you if you they go through the toilet, they come out gold well, on the other side. No, you right. eat the flowers once, they turn into fruit. If you eat them again, they turn into poop. So first they have to turn into food, and then they have to turn into poop. Right. That's what they Doesn't become. well, but see like, that's different because when you eat them the first time, <laughs> you're referring to a tree that eats them. Correct. And that that turns them into fruit. Then if a human mouth disembodied from a face eats them. That doesn't Then eat they become poop. Oh, that does. They don't, yes. Regardless of the fact that it doesn't have a butt, it becomes, it becomes poop you, on you the other side. You are the butt. <laughs> Everything has a butt. <laughs> Everything has a butt. Everything has a butt. <laughs> That's a quote where you're going to put on the cover of... Uh, I'll put... That'll be it. Dave. <laughs> Everything has a butt. Has a butt. Uh, well, even your, even your butt has a butt. Even your butt has the, a butt. <laughs> 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 well, that I think it's the heart of... I think my biggest disappointment with the game is you have all these objects and there's so many things. There's all these houses. And most objects. of them don't interact with each other. Exactly. It's like... It's like in the first world they tried to make things interact and then they're like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, and that's... Just, I thought that was interesting because you have all these objects that if there were puzzles that come up they really make you think about all the objects you have and the functions and they can perform and then how can yeah. they interact with each other and really once mm-hmm. you get past the first it goes by basically like four big levels the seasons. seasons yeah once you can really get well, past the first one that stops and then the first season set my expectation mm. and that's why i spent no joke a good 20 minutes corralling all of them because to, you were thinking to come with me because yeah. you thought you're gonna summer. need them. Yeah. Because I thought I'm gonna need them to solve yeah. puzzles. Yeah. Because that's what the whole game and is. You know you what? Alone, and you now don't. you have. Yeah. yeah. You don't need them. <laughs> you could use them. Like you can use the whole. You could play the whole game as like maining toilet. You could. You could like. I love Pierre. I need Pierre yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. Pierre has to come with me wherever I go. Exactly. I like, that could be your thing, but yeah. it's not necessary. It's not part of the game, and that's surprising considering the game's message. You know. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's a good segue to, to like maybe it's a good point. It's trying to teach you that it's okay to leave your friends behind and let Whoa. them be doing their darkness. Well, we'll get darkness to the story in a second because the, the, so there's stuff. Let's talk about a little bit of the story. So, like, as you interact with all the objects, what's the point? Basically, this is a world that something bad happened, and you were in the and process. now you're alone and sad. You're alone and sad, and you are slowly bringing back all the by solving these puzzles, bringing new friends back, and all these new things. And ultimately, kind of turns into this message of I will. Oh. Did the, I will say, hmm. real quick, is that the game immediately is like as like you're bringing your friends back, yeah. Right, and it makes me think about like how in modern schooling, current schooling, oh you always hear like teachers talk to students as like, oh, share this with your friends or whatever. And that wasn't the. I feel like that wasn't the case when I was in school. The the teacher didn't say make it a point that everyone in your class was your friend. 
You know, I feel like that's a very new school. We're all friends here thing. I don't think I've ever said that to any class ever. <laughs> really? I've like I know, like that. in 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 Natalie's preschools, or it's always like, "Hello, friends." You know, well, it's yeah, all, well, they're children. <laughs> No, like, yeah, but like that's not how it was when I was a kid. Like the teacher was like, she was this like, is how it's gonna be. You're gonna to listen to me because I am a kid, yeah. bro. <laughs> listen to me. Sorry, that's the rough, the rough public school life you live. Clearly, mm. in the the mean streets of what was that school you went to? There's IS something with the big oh. coins on it. Yeah. Talking about IS seventy five. Shout out to IS seventy five in Staten Island, New York. Hey man, without them, Dave wouldn't even be here doing this. It's true. They made him think he his classmates were friends, but they weren't friends. They, they were. were. No, well, that's my were. point. Is they never said that. Oh. <laughs> they never said. Well, oh, share this with your friends. You share them with your classmates or something like that. You know, some word you know, that didn't imply. That's such friends. a. That's. A, I just as a teacher, I find this hilarious that that's stuck with you. <laughs> like uh, this my second grade class mind. and I would hang out today we like, were if, if my teach, if a teacher said to me in elementary school was like hand this to your friends i would be like where's brian you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i would have been like that kid's my friend i don't know like, i wouldn't i wouldn't be like <laughs> obviously she's talking about everyone in the class I, I do agree they did sort of establish that like co-worker mentality with classmates huh i think you guys are mm-hmm. painting teaching with a very wide brush it's i think i'm uh, just saying that's I, how it was for me growing no, up i, don't I, know if I they, see the difference though like there were friends, and then there were classmates. Well, to bring, you, it, you to bring it back to Billy. Wadham, there is that mentality oh, yeah, sure. of that all these objects, everyone's a, <laughs> everyone loves each other. Everyone's best yeah. buddies. Because they all can get a, they can all, you know, enjoy you know a good kaboom. Beach ball and bowling pin and coconut drink are not in school. They are indeed on but summer friends. vacation. And friends. They're all <laughs> together and friends. Did we find any... Kind of was that message at least anyway and thoughtful or thought provoking as an adult seeing these games and this kind of idea of unity of all these objects coming together? Anyway, stick a landing with you guys. Uh, yeah, you know, it felt like everyone mattered in the game. Mm. I don't think they mattered for the purposes of completing the game, but when I would peruse the list and see who I needed at the end there when you're going through and looking for at the end of the game you're you're searching for the inside friends for house and yeah. it kind of forces you to look through everybody and not only are they each doing their own thing at that moment but you see them and like oh yeah phone phone got mad at me like four times oh yeah cool balloon balloon helped me that one time with the sun like these little moments happen so I, I felt like oh yeah I guess I had little connections here and there with some of these characters but I didn't have anything to do with like certain ones of them. And I guess that's part of the message, right? Like there are people who come into your life. You might not interact with them at all after a certain amount of time, but they Paula were there. Paula had a good song. Paula. <laughs> what? And um, Paula I guess that's, that's, that's sort of landed with me. Um, the game story itself didn't really cohere with that, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I kind of see th- it's we kind of little texting before the pod about kind of getting little putting out little feelers about how we felt like that was the one thing for this game i actually thought was in, not interesting but like landed a little bit i did feel like there was almost a sense of community where you do have i mean they're all your people they're all your people and you yeah, know that the whole they're time. all my my peeps here right and we're all here doing this thing and we're all holding hands being all jolly 
You can at any moment interact with them, and then, yep, they're on board with whatever you need. And that's why, like, you know, when I asked the question earlier about, like, is this a game for kids? Like, I think that messaging almost, like, feels good that you have all these different objects, and they, while you don't use them all, they all have a place, they all have a purpose, like, at least a part of this this community. Everyone, welcome back, these people. It's Mm. like everyone is, like, we're all happy that these things are here. And... That's one thing I'll give this, like, and I wasn't put off by, like, the the smiliness of it and how happy everything was. Like, mm. that was something I was like, oh, you know, this is just, like, a feel-good mm. experience. But yeah, You're not uh, meant as, to feel sad. As all. someone as someone who struggles with depression, I always found all the joy unnerving. Like, it was, yeah, but I, I, I'll give it, you that. It is beating you over the head with it. Yeah, I, just, I could see that totally. It beat, when it beats, when joy is shoved in your face, especially if you struggle with things like that, it is a negative mm. and that are that is a certain emotion i felt as well while i was playing this because again like the laughing and it wasn't subtle and why also happy? yeah it's like yeah. what what about <laughs> like, this existence is allowing you to feel this as opposed to dealing especially with since things. it starts so sad it starts so sad we don't build to this uproarious laughter one dude shows up or lady then, it's as soon rock. as you have one friend everything's happy that's it I mean, which maybe that's, that's not, also not a bad message. What do you think about it? You find maybe that that's, one person. Not, yeah. If, if you're cool with one friend, you, they always say you're only supposed to have a few friends by the time you're older, right? That's you what? guys. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> like, I have 1,500 friends. Okay. I don't know about you guys. Um, but yeah, it, I, I could see how that's off putting. And if you can, if you compare it to a game like Piku Niku, that game's just like, hey, I exist. I kick everything. I'm awesome. <laughs> you know, and uh, it, you kind of take from that game what you will. But it, you know, each of them have their merits when right. it comes to joy. Well, so, I like how this is going to be like peak. We need to part I will two say podcast. that one one animated GIF kept playing in my head as I was playing this game. Interesting, listener. If you're aware of the Tom DeLonge animated GIF of him saying "WTF" while wearing a blonde wig, oh, that's very and accurate. With a mustache. Yes, that. So just like in general, as this game started to unfold, if you don't watch gameplay of it ahead of time, that is all you will be saying to yourself because it is weird. Yeah. This game, it's weird. It's just weird, but you accept it. I will it. say, um, pre-pod, because I, I wanted to try and find the correct pronunciation of Wadham. What? Yeah. I happened to I happened to cross the trailer again for Wadham mm-hmm. and I'm like it's not clear what the gameplay is no. like oh, no. from the trailer. They, that was their whole pitch. It's like what is this game? You, you must be curious because we're you not going to tell you. Pretty weird. The, 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 how great is the character design? <laughs> Look at this <laughs> hat. Doesn't it, remind, doesn't it remind you of something you might see in Katamari? Mm? <laughs> we got that guy. <laughs> He's the guy from the thing with the rolly balls. Uh, you like the rolly balls, don't you? Well, on that part, why don't we we start giving our final stamps on it? Like, uh, I thought this game was really weird. Like Dan said, oh, weird game, oh, pretty weird. weird and I liked the vibe of it. I'll say at the end of the day, you know, it is kind of chipper. It doesn't feel like it takes itself too seriously, but it tries to give a message that is positive and uplifting. I did find it pretty charming. Problem I had really with it wasn't that fun to play. Um, yeah, you know, in a, that's a bit, that's a big problem. It's a big problem. It's like, in terms of what I'm looking for in a game, like in terms of being, you know, it's fun to kind of engage in this lighthearted romp Mm -hmm. after an hour though. It's like, okay, well, what am I really, where's the engagement in this? And really it's just kind of, 
throwing confetti in your face basically it, for four hours yeah. and it's you're putting it so perfectly it was what happens and you expect the one confetti throw to be like the one for a while nope. but no no that is like you're, that is a consistent you're in front mechanic. of a, a stream of confetti and you choose when it ends or you finish the game yeah that's the two options so I, I felt like it was a party that was cool in the beginning and lasted four times too long and then and then it was over yeah that's how i felt about yeah. it Okay, well, I'll follow you up and I'll say everything you just said. I, I just want to compact that with what I'm saying. And yeah, I was just, every other minute, I was just like, what's happening? I think I'm supposed to be confused right now. I don't partake in any kind of, you know, mind altering anything. But if I mm. did, I think this is is definitely what my brain would be saying <laughs> about, because it's just it just feels like, like that. I'm just like, what is, all right. right. You know what it feels like? It feels like chaperoning a preschooler's birthday party. Nice. I've never done this. Um, That's what it feels like. It's like, <laughs> you, go over there. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and, go then, ha- and have fun. This is the fun activity. We all hold hands and run in a circle. Dave, that's so good. Yeah. That is so perfect. That is the perfect idea. Let's end it there. Stamp. Boom. Wadham. You're chaperoning a preschooler's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, party done. Um, final segment of the night, the most serious segment of the night. Oh, we're going. The trivial Tisburger. Current scoreboard, very on brand for the podcast. Dave won. Mark and Dan Zilch. But I mean, Dave can usually. Isn't it more on brand when you're losing? Wow. Sorry. I mean, I mean, mean it always is going to feel that way with when Mark. No, Mark, you don't host the first one, do you? No, I'm always the third in the rotation. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were about to sweep. Listen, you're all, I was going to say you're always going to be behind the eight ball when you're the oh, first I'm the last. I, I have Dan's the most the opportunities host. to True. earn points. And it worked yeah, out for me. What? But tonight is a different night. It's Dave's Trivial Taste Breaker. He can't earn points. Someone's got to tie Dave. I'm going to try to make it me. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm, you know what? I will try to make it me. Let's go, Dan. Let's do it. So this, this game, you guys know, because I had to ask you guys ahead of time, but this is, this is my video game Mad Lips. What I've done here is I've read, I've written down some plot summaries for games, except I've asked the guys for nouns, names, adjectives, what have you, and I've replaced them in the plot summary so that way it's less obvious what the game is. So this first game... Um, Wait, are we are we <clears throat> buzzing? Before we start, I just want to mm-hmm. frame it for a second. Uh, There's no buzzing. There's no buzzing because, Mark, the, in this first game, Dan has changed the words to, and therefore he would have a, an advantage. He would have an advantage in recognizing what the title is. So you get to re- hear the whole thing and guess what the game is. And if I don't if get you it, guess what the game is correctly. You get two points. If you don't get it, then Dan can steal for one point. Okay. Okay. There, so there is no need for buzzing. Right. I think it's like more since we're playing it. But it's mm. from our vantage point, listener, Dave asked us questions. That were random. In separate text messages. And we're just left to be like, uh, what's going to happen? Uh, igloo. <laughs> so this is it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm ready for this. We're ready. I've been prepared. Okay. So. <clears throat> Who's this for? This is for you, Mark. Okay, okay this is the first one is uh, for you. The story follows a farmer named Terence Plowright. 
as he journeys to America to avenge his murdered wife, Lorelei Plowright. There, he learns that a person named Mistress Maxima plans to take control of the world by unleashing a thirsty chapel through the power contained in two statues. Featuring platforming gameplay similar to Castlevania, players control Terrence through six acts that comprise 20 levels. They encounter enemies that must be dispatched with Terrence's shovel and other secondary weapons. Shovel? Oh, that's probably a thing mm-hmm. he swapped, though. What the heck? Well, I know it's a platformer. This is a hard one. a platformer. At least I know that. Mm-hmm. Could shuffle? Well, no, but 20 levels, but maybe you just swapped the number. But there's a traveling... No, I, I, I will tell you that shovel was replaced. Shovel was replaced. Is a, is a replaced word. I will confirm that. Because then you. I gotta word the wife thing, because shovel knight has shield knight, where that's what he's trying to get over that memory. See, that's the tricky thing about this. I don't know what was swapped. So I'm like, is that the important thing? It's like a guy who comes over to from a different country to... You know, you know what Mark just did? Adventure? Mark just said, well, you see what's tricky in this game of baseball. You're throwing the ball past me at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> that's what makes How it so hard. How am I supposed to hit this ball I don't know. if you're throwing it so um, hard? Something where a character is traveling, but it's a platformer, so I know that. Mm-hmm. But it's like Castlevania, so it's not Castlevania. So what the heck would be a platformer <laughs> where there's travel involved? I'm not helping you. If you're trying to... Uh, it's like Castlevania, so I had to come out after Castlevania. This is fun because I get to look at my text <laughs> message now. Um, <laughs> so it's got to be early. Can you repeat... Is, is it fair? Can, I re- can you repeat the beginning part where there's a girl traveling or some person? <clears throat> oh, the story follows a farmer named Terence Plowright as he journeys to America to avenge his murdered wife, Lorelai Plowright. Okay, so could she have actually been murdered? A pl- you did a, say murder, a, Mark. A platformer where someone's avenging a murder. Mm-hmm. What the heck? I have no idea. I will say that this... This, this one's hard. <laughs> This one is hard. All right. I'm going to pass this. Also, uh, okay. I'm pa- I'm, you're going to pass? I'm passing. You're going to just, you're just not going to, you're not even going to hazard I can't guess. even, I can't even. Okay. It's like Castlevania. So it's going to be, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's, it's like Castlevania. It's like it. it. It's being described as like Castlevania. I'll yes. give it to Dan. I don't got nothing. I, I mean, I'm you also. Any, do you have a guess at all? No, I mean, I, I see that you were right. Shovel was um, can I say Castlevania? You can't say it. It's not Castlevania. He says okay. it's like Castlevania. But what if that was the red you herring? You know what you put into the words, Dan. I do, but I don't know what he has. All right, in what's mind. the game? Dude? I only know what, what I told him. Oh, this is Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Terrence Plowright was. Ryu, Ryu Hayabasa, and, he, and but it's the thing. Here's the tricky part: is he was going to avenge his father, but it got gender swapped based off of the things that. Mm. Um, it's 2020, baby. You that, can do um, anything you want with stories. That's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe his. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, and Mistress Maxo was the Dracula. That's fine. All right, dance. Nice. Oh, gets one. <clears throat> and Katana uh, got turned into shovel. That's a huge. That that threw everybody it's huge. off. It's huge. It's huge. Shovel and oh, it was gonna be something that's know. not katana. Anyway, we think of Mega Man. All right, next one for Dan. Okay. 
The game follows a nurse named Oscar who finds himself in an ostentatious, vengeful world and must survive as long as possible. To this end, the player must keep Oscar healthy, fed, and mentally stable as he avoids a variety of surreal and supernatural enemies that will try to kill and hop on him. The game's adventure mode adds depth to the sparse plot and pits Oscar against the game's antagonist, Dwight. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say Dwight is not the name of the the antagonist. No, no, no. You don't know that, Dan. Okay. (laughs) Can you repeat for me the parts where you... You You talked about the thing. Hold on. So you've got survival. You've Mm -hmm. got mental and emotional and physical survival. You've got... Mm -hmm. It sounds like there's more than one mode in this game, so... I'm not gonna guess it yet, but I have that's on my mind. Um, Just like so you know, Dan, I have a hard guess. Hard guess. Well, yeah, you wrote it. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess that's true. Maybe You've it's got this the is edge. how you Don't rub it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Hop. That's the word that Mark put in there. The hopping. Yeah, I know, mm. you, I know you, sir. I know you like a hopping every now and again. I'm just going to go ahead and say Minecraft. That is not correct. You say, okay. don't starve. It is don't yeah. starve. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it. That's right. <laughs> Dang it. It was the mental. It's the mental psychology. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I tried to leave enough to give you guys an idea of what's going on. It's. It was... The Ninja Gaiden one was pretty hard. Yeah. Minecraft wasn't a good guess because the mental... Aspect is mm. not at all explored. That game's pretty metal. Yeah, mm. that's right. Have you, you don't starve is a game we could play together as well. Don't starve together. Yeah. You can don't starve together. Right. That is the name of the multiplayer version. <coughs> you can try that. Okay. Um, okay. Mark one nothing. Nicely done, dude. So this one is for Mark, right? I'm ready. Is your throat clear? Jacob is notified he has won a car in a contest he did not enter. Mm. He informs Harris. And they agree to meet up outside the car that evening. Jacob follows a map to the car, finding it more pizza-looking than the supplied photo. With Harris nowhere to be found, Jacob enters the car alone. He is Scott. He is skied. That was the word. Skied? Um, by a ghost, but is saved by a banker who tries unsuccessfully to suck up the ghost with a cottage. The banker explains the car is supernatural in origin and only appeared a few nights prior. After outfitting Jacob with the cottage, you embark on your mission to look for Harris. <laughs> what is this game? And now I will tell you that. Oh, have, Mark is. Yeah. is it, <laughs> I have a hard guess, Mark. I mean, if you're sucking up cottages, it's a vacuum, maybe. Luigi's Mansion? It is Luigi's yeah. Mansion. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> You're a bully. So, Mark, you have three points. In Sucking up zero. those three. cottages. Yeah, because I got... Oh, because I didn't... That's right. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah, because I, I got mine, so that was two, and I got yours, which was one. Oh, you get your own... That's you get right. points. Got Dave said this. Yeah. But now you can get two right now, Dan. You can do it. You can get two right now. I'm going to do okay. it. Okay. Against some warnings, Julio and Bob make their way to the hilarious Bright Island. There, they see two unknown figures ordering the lurkers to gather boogers. The duo, worried by what they are seeing, prepare to leave, 
but are soon discovered by a guard. Julio manages to kill it with an explosive device they found, but the resulting explosion sends Bob into an igloo. He emerges transformed into a whalegwin, a fictional hybrid of a penguin and a whale, but is otherwise unharmed. Hmm. Returning to their home, they learn where they learn only the dark principle can reverse this transformation. You what is this game? Well, it's Jack and Daxter. It is Jack and Daxter. Oh, Good job, Dan. You slide, dude. Oh, oh, oh. I, I heard it. I was like, oh, I know this Wait, game. who got mixed in with something? Well. That's what Daxter is? He's like, Daxter, Daxter is, a, is an otzel, is an which is a auto weasel mm -hmm. and he fell into dark eco right. and transformed him okay. otherwise unharmed he's fine but you know he's just cute and fuzzy mm -hmm. there you go all right mm -hmm. come for you so three three to two yeah. this is, is this the last game we have okay. now for each of us um I, I i gave you guys three each okay. so so yes so this is your last one okay this is your you, for you to reach five points <laughs> you can get this one okay on Doris Sparrow's 15th birthday, she goes to Gloryville High School Park to meet her boyfriend, Trevor Bronston, who is going to meet her family for the first time. Unfortunately, a sinkhole of 1649 um, has reoccurred, which leads to Doris fighting off hordes of hats on her way to meet Trevor. When she arrives, she discovers Trevor running from a hat, which was trying to eat her, and so Trevor is bitten in her place. Realizing he will become a hat, Juliet decides she must climb him to save him. What in the world? She, now this feels like I'm on mind-altering substances. She, she has to, <laughs> can you read that again? I'm sorry, not to be a jerk, but can you just read that again? The, from the beginning? Yes, please. On Doris Sparrow's 15th birthday, she goes to Gloryville High School Park to meet her boyfriend, Trevor Bronston who is going to meet her family for the first time. Unfortunately, a sinkhole of 1649 has reoccurred, which leads to Doris fighting off hordes of hats on her way to meet Trevor. When she arrives, she discovers Trevor running from a hat, which was trying to eat her, and so Trevor is bitten in her place. Realizing he will become a hat, Juliet decides she must climb him to save him. What in the world? She must climb him to save him. I would say uh, that's the if I'm that's the big hit. Mm, it's got to be something about climbing. Mm. No, what I'm gonna say oh. is climb is a replace verb. Oh, that changes everything. Because <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna stay on climb too much. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> I, I I'll allow that because you don't know what the verb is anyway. Mm. Would it be? Can I get it one more time? I'm sorry. Now that changes everything. I was the one thing I was like, like just climbing. Just climb. Uh, just know, climb knowing that's blank. not the real thing. Could you just one more time? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and Dara Sparrow's 15th <laughs> birthday. She goes to Gloryville High School Park to meet her boyfriend, Trevor Bronson, who is going to meet her family for the first time. Unfortunately, a sinkhole of 1649 has reoccurred, which leads Doris f fighting off hordes of hats on her way to meet Trevor. When she arrives, she discovers Trevor running from a hat, which was trying to eat her, and so Trevor is bitten in her place. Realizing he will become a hat, Juliet decides she must climb him to save him. No idea what this is. She must... It's not Okay. High school? She's going to meet her family 
she's never met for the first time. I have no idea. I have to take a guess though. High school. Boyfriend. Lollipop chainsaw? It's lollipop. Oh chainsaw. my god. Oh my god. It was the boyfriend. The boyfriend. I'm that. like, where are you going from your that. boyfriend? Did you say Juliet at some point? I did not say Juliet. Oh, maybe in my head. I just Doris is her name. Is what I've been calling her. I'll take Juliet. it. Oh, you know what? I did say Juliet. Ah! You know what? I'm going to de- detract a point from <gasps> you. No. Well, it because that's not, not fair fault. if I gave her you her real name. Uh, it was the boyfriend, though, that gave it And I also I threw you the bone that it wasn't the word climb, which this you were going to fixate on. good because I'm gonna, they would have heard this. I'm just going to point out sense. that... I think there's a subplot in this podcast where people are trying to keep Mark down. I'm trying to keep this as fair as possible. (laughs) And although it's my screw up that I said Juliet and missed that one replacement of Doris, I also threw you the bone of climb and I think it's fair. That's fair. I'll allow it. So Dan has to get this to timing. Yes. Climb replace the word decapitate. Decapitate. (laughs) Would have given away. All right. This is it, Dan. I'm I'm fully clenched. So Dan, this this yeah. screws me a little bit because oh. I was like I, I only half prepared a tiebreaker and now if Dan gets this I have to use the tiebreaker. Well, just make sure he doesn't get it. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, just just okay. say everything in Russian. All right. On top of it being wrong. This game's plot is very loosely inspired by the Tasty Blender of the same name. Mm. Shepherd, a child and his cousin live in a small house on a hill, both happily keeping to themselves. With Shepard drawing pictures and playing with his biscuits, and his cousin watching Hindu broadcasts on television. Shepard's cousin then hears a voice from above, stating her his cousin is corrupted with a six-pack and needs to be inhaled. <laughs> it asks her to remove all that was queasy from Shepard. In an attempt to inhale him, his cousin obliges, taking away his his biscuits, drawings, and even his clothes. What is this game? Whoa. Blackwood Crossing? It's not Blackwood Crossing. Yeah. Do you want to hazard a second guess? Why is he going to second guess? Because <laughs> I am the one who makes these rules. <laughs> <laughs> we are at... That anarchy taste maker level. It's just it's 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 the best thing for um, storytelling. You know, we need sure. We need why not? We need this. Okay, okay. We need so to keep Dan a voice, below. There's a voice. This is all I have, Mark. Is it? <laughs> is it really? Do you know that? Do you, thank you. Why can't Mark, who has tell- one silver monkey, get at least a glimmer of hope that maybe this is the season, since season six? Like, I, think you're, I think you're going to get it. Mark, do you have a guess? I don't need a guess. No, if you have a guess, then you could you could take it from him right now because yeah. he's already Oh, already I have an opportunity? There. Yeah, why not? Oh, oh I blocked he's, it out. Go, yeah, he's I was just thinking up. if Dan gets it or not. That's going to be a... Just, I already guessed. I already I'll reread guess. it one more time. Give it one more time. And I the get game, the first I, guess, though. It hurts I get my the first brain. Sure. What? Whatever. The games, this game's plot is very loosely inspired by the tasty blender of the same name. Shepard... A child and his cousin live in a small house on a hill, both happily keeping to themselves with Shepard drawing pictures and playing with his biscuits, and his cousin watching Hindu broadcasts on television. Shepard's cousin then hears a voice from above stating her cousin is corrupted with a six-pack and needs to be inhaled. 
It asked her to remove all that was queasy from Shepard in an attempt to inhale him. His cousin obliges, taking away his biscuits, drawings, and even his clothes. Binding of Isaac? It is Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't have gotten that either. It's the naked. It's the naked there. It's like he's taking away yeah. his clothes. He's naked and they're alone. I, and the voice I'm from above, because the... the mom is crazy religious in that game. Yes. Yeah. Oh. But now with Hinduism instead of Catholicism. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mark, you earned this one. I earned this Can one. I... Can we just, mm-hmm. just, come on. You got it. I got it. No, dude, you did. You came out the gate. Slow clap for me. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's I mean, you want I it. Want it. You, you don't have to give it to him. He earned it. I earned it. Nah, but I still, you know, like, I'm being generous. He's being generous. I earned I'm it. Very and you earned it, listener, person. for making it to the end of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, please let us know. Subscribe. Leave some ratings. Tell your friends. Tell your folks. Uh, you can connect with us as always on all the places you find a podcast. Uh, if you want to connect with us and ask us a question that we could read on air uh, and give you some credit for it, you could leave us a voicemail on Anchor. And you could also uh, connect with us on Twitter where we're yeah. Dino underscore machines. I'm at Magrocrag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. I'm at Dino Mac. And next time you tune in, we're going to be playing a different game. We play Wadham, and then we got four more games on the docket as Dave pulls up the old machine. What do we still have? Okay. We have Late we ha- Shift, Gone Home. Late Shift, Gone Home. We have um, The Occupation mm. and Dan's second game. Enter the Gudgeon. Enter the Gudgeon. Thank you. Got <laughs> it. Don't worry. I'm running so the machine wait. now. Can I... Uh, the only action we have left right now. <clears throat> what? What was that? <gasps> oh, this is Gone Home. Gone Home! Oh, Dan. But what were you saying, Dan? He's saying nothing. Oh, He's filling the air with so nothing. So the only the only game left that's action is mine. Mm-hmm. Action, that's, action. That's, yeah. that's our brand. I tell you right now, Dan. <laughs> Dan, gone home. We picked it. This well, is, Dave picked it specifically. But you. This is a Dan needed to play this. Dan, game. Dan, you need to play game. this game. How much do you know about Gone Home, Dan? I know that there's a drawer, and apparently you could either beat the game in five minutes or three hours. You could beat the game in actually under sixty seconds if you want to. However, if I know exactly what to do, if you know what to do, don't look anything up. Go into a blind. It is a classic. Let me ask you: Just enjoy the game. Just enjoy. What if I start and I get too sneaky and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look at everything in the beginning. You should look. If you look at every, you should do that. You You absolutely do that. Can I accidentally beat this game? No. Okay. I mean, maybe, but I. I would this be isn't shocked. Like, uh, this isn't like a missed white page situation, no. I think. You know, it, all right, yes, missed is exactly what I was thinking of. They just made no, that again. But you way. have to beat it, get immersed, put the headphones on, turn the lights off, just, just feel it. Just just examine, so... and just examine and try and figure out what's going on. And, huh. and see the journey that it takes That's you right. on. Emotionally, oh as well as... Will I cry? I got a little... I don't know, I maybe. Got I got a little verklempt at the end. When I played it the first time, I didn't cry. First time. Love it. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played it a second time, but I'm going oh. to replay it. <laughs> yes. All it's right, a quick game. It. But yes, that will be next time, right, listener. Hey, and if you've played Gone Home, there. or if you haven't played Gone Home, go play it now, because it's great, and it's wonderful. It's probably dirt cheat at this point, because it's a great hmm. game. Spoilers for next episode. I'm we sorry. But we're... Now you've literally given me homework to play it. So. Uh, you have to play it. You have to play it. It's so good. Anyway, that's next time. Goodbye. Well, Bye. Bye.